Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF, your hometown radio station right there in Madison, North Florida, South Georgia, and your radio station who listen by computer all over the United States, anywhere in the world where you are connected to the World Wide Web as WMAF streams uh, on that web to anywhere in the world, literally. And we know people are listening from Australia, from Africa, from Asia. We are so glad to be with you today from North America, South America. We are so happy to be with you today to utilize this open door of the media to bring the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to all that will hear it today. If you're not a Christian today, by the way, don't exempt yourself from this teaching from the Word of God. Every one of us, Christian and non-Christian, are in a battle if you live in a faulty body, and you do, and you live in a fallen world, and we do, then you have a battle to fight and a battle to win. And God wants you to win the battle of life today. And the first step in winning this battle is that we uh, receive Christ as our Savior. We become reconciled to God so that God, our Creator, becomes our heavenly Father. And He makes a, a commitment to keep us, provide for us, protect us, and go with us through all of the trials of, and troubles of this fallen world. Listen, friend of mine, Jesus makes a commitment also and says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will go with you all the way even to the end of the age. He sends the Holy Spirit to us, the Comforter, the Paraclete, one who is called alongside specifically to help us with all that we are going to face in life. So we don't face these things alone. We don't face these things in our own strength. Our own intelligence and ingenuity is not what we look to for victory in this battle, but we look to God, we look to Christ, and we lean on the mighty Holy Spirit today. So whether you're having one of the best days of your life or one of the worst days of your life, right now I want you to know you can have victory in Jesus and through Jesus. And we want to talk about that, winning the battle of life. Someone has said if there were no enemies, there would be no battles. If no battles, no victory. And if no victory, no crown. Friend of mine, we have a great enemy in the devil, but we have a greater ally in Jesus Christ today. Praise God. Some man said it this way uh, years ago. He said, I have a great need for Jesus Christ, and I have a great Christ for my need. Amen. So we're going to read today from Second Timothy once again in this second edition of this teaching on winning the battle of life. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, 7, and 8. The Apostle Paul, who won the battle of life, by the way, said, I am now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished 
my course. I have kept the faith. These are the three imperatives to winning the battle of life. We have to fight the good fight of faith. We have to finish God's predetermined purpose for our life. And we have to keep the faith while doing it. And you know the Bible said of the faith itself that we are to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. We are told concerning finishing our course to run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. And we are told that we are to put on God's armor in Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. We don't argue against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness and high places and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Wherefore, take ye the whole armor of God. And it enumerates the armor. And it says that having done all, having taken that armor, we are to stand our ground, to stand in our standing and stand our ground against the enemy. There is victory today for you and there's victory today for me. But all of that victory is provided in Jesus Christ so that we can fight the good fight of faith. We can finish our course and we can keep the faith in the process of doing that. Praise God. We're going to a principle today that is so important. And that is that to, to have victory in battle, God uses the weak. He doesn't need our strength, our ingenuity, our intelligence, or our ability. He needs us to recognize our weakness and trust exclusively in Him. I'm going to read this from Paul's writings in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. Listen to it carefully. Paul said, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength, my strength, is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I made strong. When I am weak, then I am made strong. And I like the paraphrase. It says this, each time he said, no, but I am with you. That is all you need. My power shows up best in weak people. My power shows up best in weak people. (laughs) And he goes on to say, I'm glad to be a living demonstration of Christ's power instead of showing off my own power and abilities. 
since I know it's all for Christ's good and glory, I'm quite happy about the thorn and about insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when I'm weak, then am I strong. The less I have, I the more I depend on Him. You know, every one of us has uh, an, enough pride and self-confidence uh, that it keeps us many times from admitting and confessing our, our absolute weakness without Him and His grace and His strength in our life. Crowds come to remind us, really to reduce us to that place of exclusive trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Having no confidence in ourself, and in, but being able to say with full confidence, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. That's not self-confidence. That's confidence of Christ in us and Christ through us. Our sufficiency is of the Lord. It's always of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you know someone that you look up to and you respect spiritually because they're winning the battle of life, they're walking in the victory that God has promised us, and purposed for us, and provided for us in and through Jesus Christ, I want you to know today that that person is not strong outside of Christ. It's His grace. It's His mercy. It is His provision. It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Granting that grace and strength to us today. Particularly that, 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 that strength in the inward man. The Bible said that we are filled with power and might in the inward man. And what he places in our spirit works out into our soulish man and into our physical man. And we begin to walk in the victory that God has promised and God has provided for every one of his children. Praise God. I love what Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 11. And verse 34, it says, as a result of faith in God, it said they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Listen carefully. Out of weakness were made strong. These mighty conquerors winning the battle of life, regardless of the circumstances of life, they out of weakness were made strong and waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. I like this in the Amplified. It said, Out of frailty and weakness one strength, and became stalwart, even mighty and resistless in battle, routing alien host. Glory be to God. If your trial today, my dear friend, is reducing you to weakness that is causing you to cry out to God and to look to God with everything that is within you and to trust God absolutely, exclusively, and completely, then rejoice because you qualify and I qualify for God's power to Show up in our life as we keep our trust in Him for everything. 
moment by moment, day by day, step by step. There is great victory in Jesus Christ today. If we keep our trust in Him for it, we will find His grace is sufficient. And when Paul discovered the sufficiency of God's grace, he stirred up the gift that was in him. The power of God has been placed within every single one of us that have received the mighty Holy Spirit. Praise God. Make no mistake about it. When He comes, when the Holy Spirit comes to abide within us, amen, we receive power, dunamis, after the Holy Ghost has come upon us and come within us. And this power is miracle working ability. And it's not just the ability to do what Jesus did and turn the water to wine or walk on the water. It's not that kind of ability. Those particular miracles like that were peculiar to Jesus Christ. Listen, but to go through the waters and have them not overflow thee, to, to have go through the fire, the fiery trial, literally, and not have the fire to kindle on us, not have that trial to have the result that Satan wanted it to have to, to discourage and, and, and disillusion and defraud us from what is ours in Christ. And ultimately, he would love to destroy us. But I want you to know, he that's in you today and he that's in me, is always and will always be greater than he that is in the world. But we have to fight the good fight of faith to win the battle of life. And Ephesians, Ephesians 6 and verse 10 says it clearly, For we argue not against flesh and blood. Our argument is with powers and principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. In another portion of Scripture, it said, though that we are in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, <laughs> hallelujah, and bring and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There is great victory, but we must utilize those tools and those weapons that God has given us because we're not fighting flesh and blood with flesh and blood. We are flesh and blood, but our battle is not with flesh and blood. You may think it's that awful boss. You may think it's your mother-in-law. I don't know what your family situation is. You may think it's your wife or your husband. You may think it's one of your wayward children, but I want you to... You may think it's that friend that betrayed you and broke your heart. Regardless of the circumstances and whoever the enemy is motivating and using, the real battle is not with that person. It is with someone that is is utilizing these people. Uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
though we are flesh and blood, we do not win the battle of life and win these battles in life with weaponry of our flesh, our own ingenuity and intelligence. We win these battles by putting our trust totally in God, by leaning totally on the Holy Spirit and looking absolutely to Jesus for our victory. And when we are weak and it brings us to that place and we do that, we're going to fight the good fight of faith. (laughs) And through faith, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness be made strong and wax valiant in fight. You see, what is happening to these people by putting their faith and trust totally in the Lord is that that they are being changed into mighty, conquering warriors instead of cowards and and timid timid people who are just just so intimidated by the enemy that they're not even willing to stand their ground and fight. These are people that become valiant in fight and, and turn to flight the armies of the aliens. I'm going to read that from the Amplified again. Out of frailty and weakness, one strengthened became stalwart, even mighty, and resistless in battle, routing alien hosts. That means this battle... In the heavenlies, this battle in the spirit realm is now won by people who it looked like could not resist the enemy, could not in any way contend with him, and yet now the enemy is on the run. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again today. I hear so much, and I've said it myself down through the years. We would have done this, but the devil came against us. I'll go through a trial, and people say truthfully, Well, Brother Venable, you know, we're being more effective for Christ, and the enemy is upset, and he's going to come against us. He's going to come against you. And he does. He fights what he fears and that's why the enemy opposes the gospel and those who represent what God can do through Christ in a life and that's every child of God Uh, we're going to experience the opposition of the enemy he's going to use people he's going to use the culture the current of this world we are indeed upstream Christians in a downstream world but we have one who is strengthening us to go against the wind and against the grain and against the culture and be counterculture and live effective, victorious Christian lives in spite of all of the persecutions, responsibilities, necessities, distractions, and discouragements. Hallelujah. Because God says, when you get in that place of total surrender and total trust, And you look to me and not to yourself. You're going to find that number one, my grace is sufficient. For my strength, number two, is made perfect in weakness. Praise God. So today, if if your trial and my trial is reducing us to a state of weakness where we feel in and of ourselves overwhelmed. I love what David said. In the book of Psalms, in the Old Covenant, he said, When my heart, not if, 
friend, because we live in faulty bodies. We live in a fallen world. And David knew there will be times of great victory where we stand on the mountaintops of God and sing the high praises unto Him. But there will also be deep, dark valleys. Uh, It's inevitable that we will find ourselves uh, as Christians in a deep, dark valley, uh, in uh, the battle of life. And when we do, we will feel overwhelmed by those circumstances. And that is not a lack of faith. (laughs) It is just the reality of living in a fallen world. And David said, when my heart the giant killer, the, the mighty, uh, mighty warrior king of Israel. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed within me, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. For the Lord has been a shelter for me and a refuge from mine enemies. He didn't say this looking for someone and, and many times we need each other to encourage each other to look to God. David is saying this unto God. This is a vertical statement. He is making a statement unto God. God, help me to trust 100% in you. Because my heart in and of myself is overwhelmed. But lead me. To that rock that is higher than I. Hallelujah. You can see that principle of when I'm weak. And I look exclusively to God. God's provision becomes mine. And then am I truly made strong. Or as Paul put it, all sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. He wouldn't take the glory for any of the victory that he had when he won the battle of life and in each step of the way of his lifetime. But he said, not that we are sufficient as of anything in ourself, for our sufficiency is of the Lord. In other words, we're all sufficient in his sufficiency. And friend of mine, you will never, ever, ever experience and apply the sufficiency of grace while you feel so confident in yourself. There has to be something to take away that self-confidence and turn it to a total confidence in God. And then you know in yourself you're going to be able to overcome because of His grace, His mercy, His strength within you. And when you win the victory, God gets all the glory. It's your faith in God, yes, but you don't give your faith the glory. You don't talk about your great faith. You talk about His great grace. You don't talk about your great strength. You talk about His great faithfulness to you. You see, friend of mine, Faith in your faith, if your faith wavers, will fail you. If you've got faith in your faith today, and your faith wavers, if your heart gets overwhelmed and your faith wavers, then you lose the victory, and you will not win the battle of life. But if you have faith in God's faithfulness today, God will will not disappoint you. God will not 
fail you today. And there are so many people trying to build their faith so they can be confident in their own ability to perfectly believe God in every circumstance and never waver. And listen, friend of mine, I want you to know today that to me, that is a very dangerous position to be in. For when a man says, regardless of why he says it, when a man says, Behold, I stand, literally taking credit for whatever victory that he has achieved, he'd better take heed, lest he fall. What he thinks is a place of great power and strength, making him self-confident and self-reliant, is a place where the enemy can bring him down. That's why the Old Testament said, How art the mighty fallen when Saul and his son Jonathan fell in battle and lost the battle that God wanted them to win because they became confident in themselves, confident in their own abilities and not confident in God Himself. And they went to battle without God's blessing and they lost the battle. And David said, you know, how can it be? How can it be that the mighty are fallen? They were swift as eagles, he said, in battle. They never lost a battle. And now the defeat is so terrible and terrifying. It's as if they had not been anointed. It's as if God hadn't provided what they needed, but God did, in fact, provide what they needed. And when Saul was little in his own eyes, the Scripture said, when he confessed his, his own inability and insufficiency and looked to God for that sufficiency, God made him a mighty warrior king over Israel. But when he became proud and self-sufficient, begin to disobey God and quit leaning on the Lord and looking to the Lord. Then he lost the battle of life. And friend, God doesn't want you to lose the battle of life. He wants you to win it. We are in it to win it in the name of Jesus Christ today. Whole armies turned back and ran away from these people that were weak in and of themselves. But through their faith in God, the Bible said they were made strong. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. See, Paul won the battle of life because he said, I have fought a good fight. And because he won that fight, amen, he was victorious in the race of life. For he said, I finished my course. What God has called me to do, hallelujah, I have done everything that he called me to do and purposed for me. Amen. I have run this race and finished the course. <laughs> and I'm, I, I have kept the faith in the process and surely there's a crown laid up for me and not for me only but every one of those that love his appearing because those that long for Jesus to come today love the Lord and they want 
to win this battle, not for their own vain glory, but for His glory, hallelujah, to bring glory and honor to the King who took our place on the cross. Today, friend of mine, regardless of where you are in life, I know there are going to be battles that you must fight. And God wants you to win those battles. He doesn't want you to give up. He doesn't want you to give in. He doesn't want you to let discouragement take you into a deep, dark place where you would rather not even live another day with the hopelessness and helplessness that you feel. God loves you today. And when you receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I want you to know that you gain a heavenly Father in the process. Hallelujah. Who will grant unto you because of Christ in your life now. Your sins repented of and forgiven. You're now reconciled to God. And everything that you need to overcome, He will grant you in and through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. You can come out of that deep, dark prison that the devil's been holding you in. You can be more than a conqueror through him that loved you. In Jesus' name today, I challenge you to come to Christ. And today, if you're a Christian, if you know Christ is your Savior, and you're going through a trial that has brought you not just to your knees, but maybe put you on your face before God, crying out to Him, get ready for a great and mighty victory. For out of weakness, you will be made strong if you just keep your trust in Him. And you will win. You will win the battle of life. Will you come back next week? And let's talk about Jesus. Jesus.